Welcome to the Creative Assist Podcast. I'm your host, Dexter, and I appreciate you for listening. This is a podcast where we speak with different creative entrepreneurs about their strategies, stories, and tips to apply and learn. You can find us on all social media platforms at Creative Assist, and that's at C-R-E-A-T-V-A-S-S-I-S-T, or you can find us at creativeassist.com. Hey everyone, before the show starts, I'd like to give a huge shout out and thanks to our partners at Art and Ambition Studios. If you're a creator, I highly recommend you check them out for resources, support, and to go ahead and check out more that they have to offer, check them out at artandambitionstudios.com. Once again, that is artandambitionstudios.com. Thank you guys, and let's get on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Creativists Podcast. I hope all is well with you today. As always, I encourage you to subscribe, share, leave some feedback as well. That would be greatly appreciated. I've really been enjoying what you guys have uh, to say about the show. I really do appreciate it. I'm glad that you guys are picking up some value from it um, and enjoying the stories that we have to tell with uh, you know, a fellow creative. So um, once again, much appreciate uh, you, know, you guys and your support. So uh, today we're speaking with um, Christian Vinka. Oh, yeah. Vinka. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> so he is a uh, photographer, videographer, um, calls himself a storyteller, a, spirit, a spiritual teacher, very talented dude. Welcome. How's it going, Christian? Thank you. Uh, thank you for the kind words, first of all. Of course, uh, of course. Doing great. Awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's great to hear. To start off, I was reading through your bio, and you said that you're a photographer, videographer, but that's too much, right? Like, it's too mm-hmm. much to put that in words, and I feel you, because I do a lot of stuff, too. It's hard to tell people, oh, yeah, like, you know, I love marketing, I'm a, I'm a podcaster, I'm a, you know, I'm a photographer, I, I'll, you'll end up spending 15 minutes just telling somebody what you yeah. do. <laughs> Talk a little bit about, like, why would it, it was important to you to kind of, like, reframe the way people look at what it is that you do. Yeah, well... In, in Hawaii, that's where I'm based. There's a lot of photographers and videographers. Um, and I kind of wanted to be a rebel and, and be like, you know, let's, let's reposition where I stand um, in terms of business and, and where I work. Um, yeah. And ultimately, you know, just saying, oh, I'm a photographer a vid- or a videographer. People understood that. And, you know, I wanted to introduce some curiosity whenever I introduced myself. Um, and calling myself actually a social servant, they're like, Oh, what is that? They've never heard of that before. Right. Um, and, and even photographer, videographer, it's very, uh, it's a, it's a mouthful. Um, and social servant, I feel like encompasses a lot of the different things that I, I like to provide for my, um, clients or my peers or whoever I'm working with. Right. Um, and yeah. Ultimately, for me, photography and videography and, and whatever I do is ultimately to serve my, my community, serve mm-hmm. my society. Um, and I, I felt like calling myself a social servant um, encompassed all of, all of those values that I tried to put into right. that phrase. <laughs> yeah, no, I, re- I really like that, that, that uh, social servant. I, I liked what you did with that. And I do definitely want to tap into that a little bit later. Because that kind of takes away, negates a lot of the negative stuff that people might say about entrepreneurs, or mm-hmm. at least it reframes your, your mindset. It puts you in a position where you want to give something really valuable instead of trying to think about the exchange of, uh, of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're more definitely. focused on, this, on the exchange of, um, of energy. It's just a different way to, to, to go about it, right? 
Okay, so but before we get into that deep dive, there I do want to you know bring up a course, a lyric of the day. It's lyric of the day time. You know, a, mm-hmm. a time where you pick a lyric that resonates with us and explain why. Uh, so mine for today is um, it's from Nipsey Hussle. Uh, the song is "Perfect Timing," and this lyric stands out to me because I felt like as a kid I resonated with being different, being the creator, and being in a family where people strive to do things in math and in science or you know, just striving to, you know, pursue that degree. I didn't take that route. Anyway, though, the lyric is, I knew I was drumming to a different beat. Felt in my stomach I was just unique. We decided we're going to let these digits speak. I think it was vision, though. I think I could have sworn I heard vision, but that's cool, <laughs> too. And, and then we turned Slauson into Venice Beach. And I think that's really dope, especially if you know Nip. He really did turn, like, Slauson into something that was, like, an attraction over here in L.A. Super dope. But I really resonate with that. You know, I knew I was jumping to a different beat. Felt in my stomach. I was just unique. That's just how I, always how I felt. I always felt like I was just destined to, to do something on my own, create my own lane. And uh, yeah, love the song. So what's yours? What you got? Nice. Yeah. So uh, my lyrics are from David Bowie's Space Oddity. Uh, great, mm-hmm. great song. Um, and it's talking about this astronaut. So, so I'll read the lyrics. Um, I'm stepping through the door and I'm floating in a most peculiar way and the stars look very different today. For here I am, for here am I sitting in a tin can far above the world. Planet Earth is blue and there's nothing I can do. Um, and for me, I don't know, it, it, it speaks to my adventurous side. Um, it's actually one, one reason why I got into photography. I love capturing, um, you know, long exposures of the stars. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. I like that. And it, it was sort of like this escapism um, for me where I, I would just like try to try to fathom how big the universe is um, and all my problems would just go away. Um, I, I love the last line. It says, and there's nothing I can do. Um, and it, it spoke to me because for me, um, I, don't, I don't like looking back in regret. Um, and even if I do look back in regret, there's nothing I can really do about that. What I can do is change my future. So it's, it's about really looking, looking ahead of myself and looking at something more grand um, than just who I am. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I like that. <laughs> can't regret something. I was just telling someone the other day, like you can't have regret because life, it, well, of course, because we all know life continues on. But I think the more regret you hold and stuff like that, the more that you don't see what's in front of you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like, like you said, focusing on something bigger than you takes away a lot of that. It kills a lot of that. Um, worship to self like the ego of self yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and then you're pursuing that bigger goal a bigger dream um, and just trying to make a different impact you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah thanks uh, yeah. <laughs> what's the name of the song again Space Oddity Space Oddity cool yep. so let's tap in back into being a social servant and I like what you were saying because the way I think about entrepreneurship is like what we, like the words we've been mentioning impact um serving society that's super important to me because i'm looking to money is the last thing on on my you know it's the last thing on my list it's the last thing in my head i know it's gonna come it's just like i'm not worried about it i'd rather just leave something so impactful to where you have no choice you know what i'm saying but to Mm -hmm. to to exchange that type of value with me and of course it's up to me too to do that and have those systems in place but I'm more focused on the content. I'm more focused on like shifting some of these like narratives that we have about 
artists and about like, you know, starving and about, Mm -hmm. you know, just a a lot of these different things that we have, these stigmas that we have when it comes to, you know, serving clientele is just to like serve, like whoever I can come across, my goal is just to to serve you. And hopefully when we leave, things are better than when when we met. So, um, so yeah, man, like talk about your thoughts. I know you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but if you have anything deeper, I would love to hear it. Yeah. I mean, I think the whole the whole foundation of business is a fair trade, a fair bargain, a value exchange. Um, and that's not necessarily in terms of money. Um, and you know, you just look at your society and if you're, if you're thinking about, if you're just thinking about money, then it it takes the whole relational aspect of business out of it completely. Um, and then I, I feel like that's where a lot of people may lose focus. Um, as, especially as creatives, we're very relational um, and, and we communicate through a different medium called art, right? I agree, yeah. Um, and I don't know, for me, people as like always centering my, my service, my value, everything around people, um, that really gives me a solid foundation for me to um, grow as, as an individual, not just as a creative um, and, and also, I, I love this idea just came to me, but it's a reminder, mm-hmm. like for me, like I'm not going to call myself something that I don't want to be, just calling myself a social servant. That's, that's a huge reminder um, for myself to say, okay, why am I even doing this? Right. right. Yeah. Um, it, it's not the money. It's not whatever the fame or whatever. It's the impact of, of what I can, I can um, provide and, and support for these other um, creatives or my clients or whoever I'm working with. Well said. And you make a really good point. It allows for personal growth when you do frame it that way, especially that's the most important part. Cause like you said, we're, we're personal. So when you're a creator, you're very personable to everyone you work with, you know, every mm-hmm. single connection kind of really does matter. And I feel like if you're, you're so focused on making that money and you're, you're so stoic, you might miss all the opportunities that come your way as far as personal growth and relationship growth within your clientele. I, I was just thinking about the same thing the other day. It's funny that you mentioned it, but um, I was wondering why, like I have so much room to grow. It sounds weird because mm-hmm. people have been telling me for so long, when you get into entrepreneurship, you're going to sacrifice your, bi- your, your body, your mind, your time. I don't feel like that. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like yeah. I'm sacrificing everything. I, it doesn't feel like a sacrifice probably because I, I like what I'm doing, but I found a balance of being open, also taking care of what I need to take care of and oh, everything flows. Would you think that also plays a part in your talents? Like people, when you bet on your strengths, you can find those types of balances. Would you agree? Oh yeah, definitely. I think, I think it's, it's very important and um, wise to really strengthen your strengths and not, and not try to strengthen your weaknesses. Um, and this is a concept from a book called Strengths Finders. They're actually like a quiz, you know, like one of those personality types. But um, <laughs> yeah. what they really try to focus on is, hey, um, excel in your strengths and where you have weaknesses find other people to who have a strength in your weakness find them and befriend them and ask for help um and i think that's a huge growing factor for me because i grew up very independent i love doing everything myself yeah i'm a i'm a control freak and, and when <laughs> i heard that um it, get, it, get, it relieved a lot of stress because um 
entrepreneurs, they try to wear a lot of these hats and they can get in those times where they're burnt out and they, they sacrifice a whole lot. Um, and not saying that it's not, um, what do you call it? I'm not saying that that has to be like that. I, I think that as entrepreneurs, we can ask for help from our community, from our peers, from our friends who, who have strengths in our, in where we are weak in. Um, mm -hmm. and that's, that's super important because now you're, you're creating something bigger than yourself and you're incorporating a lot of different, um, dreams into this bigger vision. It's not just your dream. It's so how am I, um, helping my friend achieve his dream? Yeah. How am I helping someone else in this? Yeah. Not just me. Um, yeah. Not just you. hundred uh, percent. You start to build that culture, right? Cause mm -hmm. you now establish those types of values that you want other people to grow besides you. And then it becomes this community, you know, and yeah. I, always, I always preach to people like um, that. It's really important. I think as a creator to build community because that's mm -hmm. where a lot of your foundation is going to lie in, in the relationships that you build, not really about the, the product that you run, you know, like that's the huge difference between I think creative entrepreneurs and, you know, our counterparts um, in whatever the fields that they're in, they're focused on a product. You know, we're focused yeah. on people. Yeah. You know I mean, like other entrepreneurs, they might try to, you know, find a product around the people because, you know, that is how you do research. But at the end of the day, like it's just so personable, like we said earlier, that that's just the better route to take. Definitely. Yeah. It's tough for me, though, because like you said, a, a control freak, I'm the same way. I grew up yeah. you know, by myself. I didn't really, you know, I have a sibling, but she's far away, older than me. And that kind of made me into this guy that's, uh, you know, controlling, but you can't control every single thing. What are some of the things that you've learned to let go? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, great question. <laughs> Some things that I've learned to let go. Um, while, while you're thinking, I, I can come up with a couple while you're yeah, thinking for about sure. that one. For sure. um, so what's been helping me a lot lately is to understand that not everything is meant for you and not everything and everyone is meant for you, meaning that there's so many different things you can do. There's so many, like there's so many lanes you can take and there's so many people you're going to cross and there's so many success stories that we're going to read, but not everything is for you. You know, and the more that you've kind of tap into yourself and bet on those strengths, the more that you realize this is what I'm actually trying to do. And the more that you focus on that, I feel like it lets go of all control because you have no choice now because mm -hmm. now you're focused on that thing. And it's kind of a difficult question, but is to constantly be redefining who you are because uh, yeah. that's where you're going to find that, uh, you know, that release of self. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. While you're speaking at uh, one thing I was thinking about was like letting go of my ego. Um, that's a huge thing. And I struggled with pride. I was very prideful. Um, not even like a long time back. Um, I'm fairly young, but like this past year has taught me so much of how, how evil pride can be um, and how much of an obstacle personally and, and creatively and professionally that may be. Yeah. Um, so when I, I say letting go of my ego, it's, it's mainly letting go of all of my very clear cut goals and expectations. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm very much a perfectionist um, and, <laughs> and I take pride in my perfection and, and what I do and what I can offer. Um, but really letting that go and, and just focusing on, okay, who am I today and how did I grow yesterday? 
right? right? Um, it's not about comparing myself to someone else's today. It's comparing myself to my yesterday. Yeah. And that's, that's huge um, for me. That's a huge challenge because I, I'm very competitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so am I. I understand. And, and I love, <laughs> I mean, it's not bad to compare yourself to other people because they, that can grow you. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's more on the lines of don't, don't kill yourself over, over where you are today because, you know, you have the future ahead of you. And I mean, like going back to the lyrics I shared from David Bowie, it's just like, you know, just let go. You, the only thing you can change is your future, really. Yeah. Um, and to do that, you have to let go a huge part of your pride um, in that process because ultimately even like dealing with other people, um, ego gets in the way yeah. so much. Um, it does. And, and, and it's a barrier toward conversation. Um, and that's where I get a lot of my inspiration from, from other people and from conversations like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I go into a conversation with my ego or an agenda just for me, um, where I can get everything, um, it, it doesn't achieve anyone's purpose really. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and, that's very true. And I had to learn that, like, it sounds so obvious now, right now, like just saying it, but looking back, I was just so tunnel visioned into, okay, what can I do for myself? Yeah. Um, what is everything I can achieve? And, and just dreaming these crazy dreams. Um, but now I, I'm more grounded and I have my peers around me to, to talk life into me and to really keep me humble as well as to remind me, okay, I'm in a position to serve other people. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So yeah, just letting go of my ego. That's, that's something. That's that's a huge one, man. That's a huge one. It's, it's tough, especially because you know, a lot of us are in isolation in our heads. Mm -hmm. We have strong desires. I know for me, I had really strong desires. My desire for money, honestly, my desire for position, I had to let all that go. Yeah. Um, because you just realize, man, like it's not, that's not what it's about. Like, for example, you know, artists are, you know, some of us try to live off of, oh yeah, I don't need the money. I'm just doing this for fun type shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But, and then that puts you in a state where it's like, you know, deep down you, you need the money. So you want it, but you kind of like have to force this idea down that you don't need it. So you're constantly battling with that desire, but then, you know, you don't want it because now you stated that you don't want it. Yeah. So like a constant <laughs> internal battle just those types of paradoxes are really important to let go, you know, like, and we all have different ones, but just those things are really starting to stagnate your personal growth. If you don't recognize them, like you said, being grounded and surrounding yourself with, you know, great people and just Mm -hmm. understanding the bigger goal is just at the end of the day is what's really going to help you uh, take that to the next level. So, yeah, for sure. And, and yeah, just even thinking about like money because money is a huge thing. Huge. Um, especially for creatives because, you know, we are entering this market um, as creatives, but sometimes that business side of things we, we hate doing. Right. Yeah. Um, and there, there's, there's no shame in saying that I, I do want money. Um, but as long as it's not the ultimate focus, the ultimate apex of whatever you do, mm-hmm. because everyone needs money. Money solves a lot of problems. Of course, we, um, we yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and but s- sometimes um, you know that ego gets in the way because as a creative, I'd be like, oh, I want X amount of dollars. It's like, oh, why? It's like, oh, 
well, to buy the latest camera or to, <laughs> to get, to get yeah. AirPods or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and that's still part of ego also, um, where it's like, you know, sometimes as a creative, you have to sacrifice that ego, that pride, um, how you look, whatever that may be, um, if you really want to pursue something. Um, and yeah, the money will come. The money will. will come as long as you're, you're constantly producing. Um, I've had yeah. to give up so many things um, that were related to my ego, just trying to buy the, the newest trends and, and you know, <laughs> yeah. or like getting, getting likes even. Talk about yeah. relevancy for social media. Um, and then just letting that go and saying, you know what, I'm okay if I, one photo gets X amount, whereas another photo gets 10 times that amount. Right? Yeah. I'm going I'm to create something that's, that's important to me, not necessarily trendy, right? <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. And where you start to create that stuff that's important to you is when you start to pick up genuine followers, right? And you start to exactly. pick up those genuine supporters. And that's where you start to really craft your team. Because like you said, man, like, you know, that, that want for money and just not realizing that, yes, it's going to come. When you focus on production and consistency of that production, I f- there's something that happens. I don't know what, but there's something that happens to where you're going to get rewarded for that production if the market loves it enough, right? So if you can just understand that, you know, all that stuff that we just mentioned, like the control, the ego, the, 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 the painful desire, because it's cool to have desire, but the painful desire, mm-hmm. I think all that will easily be washed away. And then you'll actually be able to, to live your purpose and really start to define what you really need. Because oftentimes we, we overshoot what we want and need, right? Like mm-hmm. I could tell you right now I need a million dollars. You tell me why. I'll say I have no fucking idea. You know what I'm like, so when it comes to actual, you know, growing your money and, you know, defining your goals. Like, for example, if you need only 5000 to survive, then don't aim for 100000 a month, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to understand those goals. And that's the most important part, I think, for me, too, is to understand money in a different aspect where, like, yeah. th- these are my real goals versus my desires and, you know, comparing the two. So mm-hmm. all those all those things, man, all those. Yeah, <laughs> you got to have sacrifice. You have to let things go. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, now, speaking of that, speaking of sacrifice and letting things go, I want to talk about... I don't know if you guys made a sacrifice for this. Probably not because you guys love it. But of course, let's talk about um, Encourage Mag. I really like what you yeah. guys are doing. Um, it's Let me actually mention the team here. Let me open it up and find my notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that you guys really do want to focus on, um, you guys want to focus on creating community. You want to focus on giving those creatives light that they might not have that light. And before I even really tap into that, I do want to mention the team here because, you know, good old Jake was on here before. If you guys listen yeah. to, that, to that episode with him, if you haven't, it's really good. So um, you have our man Christian here. Um, and that's show. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Show Niimura. Niimura? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Christian Vinka and then uh, Jake Tovar is the team that makes up on Courage Mag. Um, so talk to us a little bit, man. Like, why was this um, so important to you guys to build? Um, really, it just came out of a passion and, and also, well, initially it just started off with show texting. He's like, dude, what if you created a magazine? And I was like, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> and, why not? And that was about a, maybe a little less than two years ago. Um, but we, we really saw a need, um, in the community to, to really empower and encourage a lot of these creatives um 
one, one thing that really inspired me um, is the creative community in Hawaii. And yeah, it was annoying because I, I saw the great work that they had, but they weren't getting much exposure. And not to say that that's necessary, but, you know, as a creative, you, of course. you want other people to recognize um, the work you've put into it. Um, yeah. So we wanted to really offer that um, opportunity, I would say, um, to, to be featured in a magazine because um, I had a couple friends who were featured in a magazine and their light, their, their faces lit up. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I love just seeing that joy. Um, and I loved how they um, showed all their friends, showed their family. It, it's such a, a milestone for a lot of creatives. So we're like, you know what? We know a bunch of creatives within the photography community, um, not just in Hawaii, but all over the world. Right. And we wanted to give that, that we wanted to see that same joy on a lot of these creative spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Encourage Magazine is really just about empowering these individuals and these creatives and, and sharing stories, individual stories collectively. Yeah. Um, and, and really empowering the individual to say, you know what, we recognize the work and time you've put into your craft and we want to see you go further than you've ever gone before. And yeah. hey, if a simple feature in a, in a magazine does the trick, then our goal is complete. Honestly, it's just, it's evolved into something. Yeah, like Encrash has evolved into this great community of just really... Like everyone knows each other, but few have ever actually like met face to face. Right. Um, that's just like the, the beauty of social media where we can really connect with people. Um, I actually haven't even met Jake in person. Oh, yet. what? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And it's like, oh, you know, people are like, oh, he's your business partner. And it's like, no, I trust him. Um, and and there, it's just this weird connection. You would have never thought like oh you're working with someone you've never you've never met face to face but i've i've been on hundreds of of like skype calls with him right you know, we have weekly skype calls for on and and just like seeing who he is through through social media is how he positions himself how he's for the community um right. that was something that we really we really wanted to cherish um that's the culture we're trying to create here yeah, I forget what initially got me off on this tangent, but <laughs> no, that's fine. I, it was great. It was great just digging into what it really uh, means for you guys to create that uh, the magazine and the community. Mm-hmm. It's super dope. I really like what you mentioned there with um, you know, just the thought process of someone being featured in a magazine, right? Just to be able to say that you were published somewhere. I think you yeah. Know, I mean, who won't get excited about that, right? Yeah. Like, you know, so I, I really do like that concept because it can flip the switch for some people. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, people recognize what I'm doing. So who knows? I might inspire someone to take it to the next level. So, yeah, thank you. And and it's awesome because we're we want to pave a new way of consuming creativity, consuming mm-hmm. photography, art, music. Um, and, you know, I, I'm so tired of going on my phone and just seeing a small image that, you know, these these yeah. people have have gone out, they've hiked, you know, miles. And it's just like experience for a split second while I'm scrolling. And, yes. and I had to really think, I'm like, wow, like what if I actually looked at this photo for like 20 minutes? 
I feel like no one, barely anyone does that, especially right. like on Instagram or Twitter. Um, and that idea was inspired when I went to Italy and we were, I was just consuming so much art. And, <laughs> yeah. And I would sit in front of a piece for, yeah, 20, 30 minutes just looking at it. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, we, we've, that's definitely been missed with social media. Definitely. Um, definitely. We're, we're so, oh, that's a cool picture, like next. And keep pushing, um, right? <laughs> and and we, we thought that the magazine would offer this, this opportunity to just sit back and consume one photo at a time um, really intentionally mm-hmm. um, and to really see why, why do you even like this photo? That was right. a huge, that was a huge question for me. Like why, why do I even like this photo? Right. Um, and, and that creates a deeper connection between two creators when they understand, wow, I know why you did this. You know, this yeah. is, this is an amazing piece of work even going out and telling them like, Hey, look, I've, I've looked at your photo for like 20 minutes. <laughs> like imagine if someone came up to you or just in DM and like, I looked at your photo for 20 minutes. and like, this is the reason why I liked it. It's like, right. Whoa, that's like different. That, really? Whoa. that would, that's huge. Yeah. It's insane. It's better than those, those not saying this is bad, but those comments that are like sick picture dude or banger. Yeah. Fire, fire, fire. Emoji. Yeah. Banger. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we really thought that the magazine would um, pave a new path um, toward consuming art and, and creativity from um, these individuals all over the world. Yeah, in a, in a totally different light. It's, it's funny you mention it. Um, I remember I was looking on, I forgot whose website it is at this point, but I was looking on a website, I was this photographer, and I, I was looking on a, a desktop. Now, of course, it's still digitally you get a totally different experience just by looking at something on a desktop compared to just scrolling on a little screen because you miss yeah. the details that to the photographer, the details were so important. Just seeing it on a screen, you might not even see with the whole idea of the photo. There can be just like a little piece in there that represents the entire project. You just miss the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I was just sitting there looking at it like, damn, like what, like what am I doing? You know, like, <laughs> and then uh, from there, I just, it inspired me to buy more prints and to mm-hmm. just really kind of, uh, you know, try to, surround myself with as much art as close up as possible because like you said man these damn phones you know you just can't yeah. <laughs> can't really appreciate the quality i mean the shit the quality is downgraded to half of these platforms anyway yeah, so exactly I mean, so like what what are you guys' plans with uh with this just kind of just keep building up this this community here um i know you guys have volume one already out right yeah volume one is out nice. we actually recently just sold out um and we're currently working on volume two so mm-hmm. volume one was more of the empowering um, the photographers that inspired us to get into photography. Um, so out of the, the team, uh, the three of us, we each chose two um, photographers who inspired us. And right. um, that was mainly showcasing the, this visual aesthetic that Encroach has. Okay. Um, now with volume two, we're kind of switching it up and um, we want to share experiences, practices, um, tips for free, like photographers or creatives getting into the freelancing world. Um, so we've reached out to pretty, um, I want to say big. I mean, some of them are big, but I, I would say experienced creatives within the field okay. of freelancing mm-hmm. who have worked with 
um, a ton of projects uh, for clients, for big clients before. Um, and we're reaching out and hearing their stories and asking them, okay, what do you want to share um, to the creative community in, in written form for yeah. the magazine? So oh, um, this next issue will be very insights driven. Um, I would say educational where it's not, you're just looking at something and okay, I'll be inspired. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, oh, I'm going to actually apply this knowledge to my business, to my life so that I can grow. Um, and that's what we want to see. We want to see a lot of these creatives being able to sustain themselves financially um, in the freelancing world. It's very competitive and a lot of freelancers are, are self-taught. So yeah. why not give them another avenue to learn? So yeah, volume two will be dropping in, in the summer for we're hard at work on that. Um, nice. And, and we're just so thankful and stoked for the support we've got from the, from our, our community. Um, it's awesome because we don't, I, I would say like, or people would say, okay, we don't have that many followers on Instagram, but what I love about that is one, we can connect with each follower more um, right. intentionally. And also a lot of our followers um, are these amazing photographers, um, they have like 10, 50 times more followers than us. And they're following us um, because they believe in the passion um, that we have and the vision that we all collectively share. Right. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's super awesome to have a concept and be supported by so many people around the world. Um, yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. Like the magazine has been in, nine nine different countries i think oh wow um, damn. for our first That's for great. our first release so that was really awesome it was like whoa yeah. dang <laughs> <laughs> right and it's only gonna get better man it's only up from there you know yeah so, yeah that's awesome man so you said the first the first volume though was sold out right mm -hmm. um no is it, is it a thing where you you restock or when it sold it sells out it just sells out like what, um we were initially thinking like when it's just sold out, it's sold out. Um, but if we have a lot more demand, I would say that we, we don't want to limit the, the exposure, the outreach of the gotcha. creatives that we have featured. Uh -huh. So if there's the, the thing is we have to order in bulk for, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. To make the, the price of each individual magazine cheaper. And we, we know um, spending, up to like $50 on one magazine. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we don't, it can get we don't, pricey. yeah. If we have a lot more demands, um, and a lot of people are willing to buy it, then yeah, we'll definitely restock on that and, and distribute it. But for awesome. now, yeah, we we're we're focusing more on volume two. Um, and we hope to, to get the price point of volume two a little lower than volume one <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah just make it more more accessible and everything like yeah, that yeah definitely yeah definitely understand that actually the magazine is just the first step in our <laughs> um of course big vision um so um i i, I separate the like on crash as a whole into like three phases so the first one is building the community and really encouraging them through a magazine through a publication mm -hmm. um but phase two will be, we want to enter into actually, okay, now we're um, creating content for different clients, yeah. right? Um, so phase two would 
be a creative agency. And what we really want to do with that is first build an in-house portfolio, um, gain um, clientele, and eventually, hopefully, we'd be able to contract the different creatives within our community um, so that we can give them jobs, that gotcha. we can give them experience, that mm -hmm. um, they can create their portfolio. Um, because it's it's hard to get jobs as a freelancer. Um, yeah. And and as all the creatives, um, like as a creative myself, like I understand that that pain point. Um, so that's phase two, and then phase three um, is actually okay. Now let's take it home and build a a collaborative space. Um, nice. And, and really just giving a physical home to a digital community, mm -hmm. um, and. It'll be, I mean, it's simply just a co-working space for creatives. Um, we want like a music studio, photo studio, podcasting room. Yeah, all Whatever that. resources, um, opportunities, and, and education that we can give back to the community, we really want to do that. Um, so we have like this grand vision ahead of us, and um, we're just taking it slow. We're not really taking it slow, but we're, we're pacing ourselves. Yeah. Um, and we're not beating ourselves up over oh, we missed this deadline or and things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we know like eventually we'll hit our goal. I mean, it's yeah. only a matter of time and we're all still young. So that's of our course. grand vision of, for Encourage. Um, but nice. it's cool like to it. see just how, um, how much support we got just for in this phase one era, I would say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Most definitely, man. Yeah, just, just keep at it, man. You know, one break at a time. You know, I like yeah. the fact you guys aren't stressing about it, man. You, you guys... You guys got time, you guys got vision and a plan, it sounds like. So one break at a time, man. You're gonna get there for sure. Yeah, thank you. And and we just recently expanded the team a bit. So now there's six people on it. So we're just yeah, it, going back to like letting go of your ego and asking for help. Like I needed help. Um, we needed help. So just asking mm -hmm. a few friends who have shared their heart for the community and who are amazing creatives, like we just asked them like, Hey, you know, would you like to join the team um, and help make this vision possible? And right. eventually I, I just love to see like the whole community just backing it up <laughs> and like collectively we're all putting our individual work and support into on and creating something that encompasses not just this generation, but the next generation and yeah. the next generation after that. Um, and that's where me being a dreamer, <laughs> huge yeah. goals and, and everything like that. But good, man. Yeah. You gotta have, gotta have those huge <laughs> goals, man. You gotta, you know, think big. So at least if you miss it, it's still, you know, bigger than you originally thought. So mm -hmm. um, nothing wrong with that, man. I like it. I like the Thanks. concept. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, but yeah, that was a uh, that was great, man. I think that was it. I really do appreciate you for coming on here and you know sharing a bit about who you are and you know what your guys' goals are, man. It was yeah, it was a great conversation. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course, man. It's an honor. <laughs> Absolutely. Man. Hope I did well for my first podcast. Oh man, man you're fine, man. <laughs> don't even don't even trip, man. Don't even trip. <laughs> uh, now, where can we support you? Um. My Instagram is, uh, what is my Instagram? <laughs> oh, man. At, at Christian.Vinka. Okay. Um, it's Christian with a K, so K-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N dot V-I-N-C-A. Um, but honestly, just don't, don't follow me. I rarely post. Go follow um, our, 
our Encrage account because that's go. where you'll find a lot more, um, much more talented creatives than me. Um, <laughs> and, and we have a whole pool of just features that you should really look into. Um, so um, I would love t- for you guys to check them out. And hey, if you if you found them through me, like just that that's awesome. I, I want to just really elevate uh, everyone else in the community. <laughs> okay, of course, awesome. And I will also leave that uh, you know the link to Encourage, and you, know, you guys can, ch- can check out what they're doing. I'll, I'll leave the link in the show notes for you. Um, awesome stuff, man. Awesome. Thank you. So, once again, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. No problem, man. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right, see you. Hey everyone, that'll wrap up this week's episode. I hope you found this one valuable. Once again, I appreciate you for listening and I encourage you to subscribe and share and leave some feedback as well. That'd be greatly appreciated. Also, you can find us on all social media platforms at Creative Assist and that's at C-R-E-A-T-V-A-S-S-I-S-T and creativeassist.com as well. So, I hope to talk to you next time on the next episode of the Creative Assist Podcast. Until then, take care.